At the UPS Store, we know things can get busy this upcoming holiday. You can count on us to be open and ready to help with any packing and shipping or anything else you might need. Is there anything you can't do? Um, actually, I don't have a good singing voice. <clears throat> the UPS... Nope. But our certified packing experts can pack and ship just about anything. At least that's good. Your local, the everything you need to be unstoppable store. The UPS store. Be unstoppable. The UPS store locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details. All right, we go. We back at it. Homegrown Radio. Chuck Dizzle, DJ Head. West Coast. All right. We got another individual in the building. Man, I, I love doing this right here. Getting a chance to not only introduce the world to, to some new talent, to new faces, um, but having a moment like this. First of all, let me introduce Griff Tyler's in the, in the building or on Zoom with us. What's Welcome the to deal? the show, bro. What's the deal? Appreciate y'all for having and, me. And, and I love moments like this because it was like, what, two, two years ago, I think? We did that uh, handwritten show. 2019, November 2019. And yeah. I remember this individual coming up to me <clears throat> like, yo, Chuck, check me out, bro. Check me out. And you know how it is, dog. Like, we, we yeah. see a lot of artists. We, in, in the, especially in the middle of that show, there's a lot going on. Yeah. But I'm never, I'm always cordial with people, right? But I, I, I always remember that interaction because the, the resilience and the patience that you had. You understand? Yeah. It wasn't like, hey, bro, check me out. Like, and it wasn't like you were mad or anything like that. It was just like, hey, whenever you get a moment, check me out. You'll be hearing about me. You'll be hearing about me. So I love when we have fast forward moments like this. Here we are, Real 92.3, and we get a chance to interview Griff Tyler, man. Now, for the folks yeah. that have no idea who you are, we call you the singing ass nigga, Griff Tyler, but <laughs> a, a brief introduction of who Griff Tyler is, where you hail from, and all that good stuff. Yes, sir. That's That, that moment is actually crazy because I remember that like yesterday when I was at that show, introduced myself. I knew I would be around. That's why I was so patient. I'm like, you're going to see me again one day. And it's just beautiful that I'm, now I'm here. I really appreciate y'all for having me. But uh, I go by Griff Tyler. I am a singing ass nigga. Uh, <laughs> you feel me? Uh, I hail from Inglewood, California. Been doing this shit for a while. Um, probably like seven years, seriously. Mm -hmm. uh, I have like, three other projects. This is like the fourth one that's actually getting some buzz um, and getting people like, you know, paying attention to me. It's been a hard grind, but I think I finally found my lane and I'm, uh, you know, I'm gaining, you know, a lot of steam from I, I'm glad you said that because um, I like after now, full disclosure, I didn't, I, I wasn't familiar with you. I remember Salah sending me your, uh, your shit. And um, Salah sent it to me, I think, I don't know if Vic sent it to him or Sparkle. Somebody got a hold of your shit. Um, but Salas sent me your 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 first. He sent me Cold Piece, obviously. Shout uh, out Salas. And then I listened to Cold Piece, and I'm like, oh shit. Now I don't know if you know, and I don't really like nothing. You know what I'm saying? But picky ass thing. <laughs> like yeah, yeah. I don't really like nothing. I'm just being honest, especially shit from here. I'd be really critical because I want us to be represented in the best possible way. Um, on some LA shit. So I listened to Cold Piece and I was like, damn, this is actually cool. So then I started combing through your project, play your cards right. So I'm like, damn, this shit actually is slap. Like this project is kind of, it's hard. That then took me back. I started going through your other shit. I went all the way back to like the, uh, what's the shit called? Uh, Passion. 
passion wasn't for me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> passion ain't for he me. Wasn't, he wasn't passionate about passion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, but I realized real quick that passion ain't for me. Like it, that's for the that's for the ladies. You're not talking <laughs> to me, right? So then I went. Really was a singing ass nigga. Yeah, no. I'm trust me. I'm I'm getting there. Then yeah. I went and listened to No Service. Come through that. I'm like, okay, he ain't really talking to me yet. You know what I'm saying? He's still talking to the ladies. He's, I could tell from passion to no service, you still trying to kind of like find your footing as far as how you wanted to be represented as an artist, right? right? Then when I got to free samples, I'm like, okay, all right. He, he talking to me a little bit. I talk back, God damn it. You know what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> yeah. So as so as 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 I'm as I'm looking at the, the, the type of music you're making, you started off as a real singing R&B ballad. Like I'm singing, I'm gonna peel my shirt off and sing to the ladies. <laughs> then you started weaving into some tempo and started, I could tell your production got a little different. I could tell you might start fucking with different people. And then when you got to play your cards, I'm like, okay, this is something that's palatable that both the ladies and myself could fuck with simultaneously. So am I right in, in that journey? Like, am I, am I assuming correct in how you went through that process? For sure. Yeah, that shit was crazy. Uh, it was just years, you feel me? It was just experience, just learning what people liked. Like, exactly how you felt about that is what I was picking up. You know what I mean? Because the energy, it never, it's never going to lie to you. Yeah. So, like, as I was going through that process, I realized what was going on and what was penetrating and what wasn't. You feel me? And I feel like what I basically did was just drop a little bit more player into it. You know what I mean? Like into my swag, my confidence. Um, I feel like you could hear it in the music. I just learned to be more confident and more learn to be like, as far as beat selection, um, what's going to captivate the ear like that instead of like uh, easing people into it and shit. You feel me? Because that that's basically what I was doing. Exactly what you were saying it was for the ladies. Um, but I feel like they fuck with the new shit more than they fuck with the old shit too. Yes, because it's something about it's something about that player shit that people are always gonna love. So I think I think more importantly, it's not even player shit. I think it's just energy, to be honest. Like yeah. I've been doing this shit a long time. And when I first heard Cold Piece, like full disclosure, like I I played it for a couple of other people here at the station. I like you on the radar now, you know what I'm saying? As far as like being able to make being able to make com commercially viable music. So being able to make music for mass consumption, for the masses to hear and listen to, vibe with, critique, or consume, right? So right. Um, as I'm listening to, the, as I'm going back through different things, I heard some shit that, that kind of, that was cool though, like, um, what's the name of this? Se Sexy Little Thing? Yeah. Was that on, that was on free samples? Yeah, that was on free samples. That shit is a that shit is slap. Like I'm like okay, I'm fucking with this. Like you know, yeah. you you talking about the vibe in L.A. and and I, I'm fucking with that shit. But yeah, I remember one of my um I forgot who said it, but I remember somebody told me back in the day when we was first coming up doing music, and they were like, "Is just say something to the ladies. You can call them a bitch like too short, or you can romance them like Trey songs. Just talk to them, say something to them, and they gonna talk back." Yeah. That's basically what I was on. You know what I'm saying? I feel like Sexy Little Thing was like, it it, it crushed me and my team because we felt like that shit was supposed to be the one that like, was like, you know how things are now? Like that was supposed to be it. You feel me? Um, but how it's turned out now is even better. You know what I mean? I still got that in the tuck so everybody could go back and listen to it. 
it's funny because the producer for that, he just he just heard it. You just heard the song? Papa, yeah, he just heard that shit. Damn. Not too long ago. He Shout just heard Papa, it. Papa hard, bro. Yeah, yeah. He reached out like, damn, bro, my bad. And you feel me? So we're gonna work for sure too. Hey, so how, how does that work, man? Like you, 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 you put so much into the last project, right? And then you feel like it's crushing you. Like, so what, what makes you want to pick the pan back up? Or what, make, what makes you want to kind of get back into it when you feel like, damn, I, I gave it all and the people that didn't respond, the people didn't respond the way I expected. Man, that's all love. You feel me? Um, that's like, that's like on some shit, like I'm gonna do this, whether it's, uh, it's gonna work in my favor or not type shit. You know, it's just, uh, Making music has always been therapeutic for me. So I do it regardless of, of the attention. And that that was that, just solely off the strength of love. And I feel like um, for everybody listening, you know, if you do anything you love, just keep doing it. You know what I mean? Because it don't have to uh, work in your favor. It's just, it's helping you, you know, your soul, your spirit. You love doing it, do it. And that's what All I right. did. Eventually it's going to work for you. Eventually it's going to monetize if you love it that much. So. I, what I want to know though is, when did you fall in love with this? Like, when did when did you realize like, oh shit, I I can sing. Like this shit is actually good because we all do the shower thing. We all, you know, whether you do shower <laughs> or whatever. Like we all. I don't sing hey, in the shower. You, I, I sing in the shower. You sing in the shower. The, I don't sing in the bathroom. Nigga, you don't. You sing in the. You sing in the shower. In the shower. I rap. I rap in the shower. I don't sing. Yeah, bullshit. Nah, bullshit. Nah. Rapping has melodies in it. You was you was humming some shit. You was singing Backstreet Boys or some shit in the shower back in Everybody the day, dog. Don't that. act like you oh. wasn't, right? So when did you realize, like, oh damn, this is more than just a hobby? Like, I'm actually good. Was it somebody's response to it? Or like how did you how did that work out for you? And what age were you? Uh well, my love for it started hella early, like 10 years old, when I just knew like, man, I want to do this one day. Um, just listening to the oldies, like Saturday mornings, my mom just playing a lot of old school R&B. I just, I just love the way it made me feel. And I like, you feel me? I just fell in love with the fact that I could make somebody else feel the same way if I made it, you feel me? Yeah. So, uh, then by the time I was like, like 13, I was writing. And by the time I was 16, I was recording like in high school and shit, but I never took it serious. Just like, you know, this story, it just was dragged out because, you know, I was hella distracted in this city, fucking with girls and all that. But by the time I got 20... You were getting yourself, hey, you were getting yourself some material. That's not that's not front. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I got a lot of content. A lot more content. <laughs> I got a lot of content. <laughs> yeah. That shit was important. That shit was important. Yeah. Your journey as an artist. You got to get into some shit. But um, by the time I was 20... I took that shit serious, and uh, now here we are. Here when we did are. you go? When did you go all in on the singing? Because I remember, I don't remember what project it was, but on uh, Heat Check, you oh, were yeah. rapping. Yeah, you was rapping on Heat Check, right? And then yeah. also, it was one of the last songs on a couple projects back. You was rapping kinda, and then like hook doing the hook yourself. But you was rapping. You, I heard two songs with you rapping on it for sure. Yeah. I I mean, the, the singing, I went all in on singing probably like probably like a few years ago when I finally was like, you know what, um, this rap shit ain't penetrating for me. You know, it's not for everybody. Um, even though I'm, I feel like I'm really skilled at it, you know, I feel like I, I have a real nice pen game. I'm very lyrical. For me, you know, sometimes it's just 
you know, the way the universe take you. And sometimes your voice is not for everything. You know, I had to figure that out. That's one thing uh, I would say too, to everybody doing this, like listen to the signs and just, you feel me? Be real with yourself. So that shit wasn't working. So I was like, this singing shit works for me. You feel me? And I could also just incorporate the lyrical shit into it too. Um, even though I'm singing, I feel like that's why people love it. Cause it sounds like a singing ass nigga. That's like really, you know, getting off, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like barring up, but he's singing up. Yeah. So, what are, yeah. Some, what, are the, what are the, my bad, what are the signs of actually like it working though? Cause you talk about not necessarily monetizing earlier off in your career. Like what, what do you mean it's working? Is it is, again, the response that you're getting from people or is it the feeling that you're getting like, yo, this is actually good. It's uh so it starts off with the feeling I get. That's number one. Like, um, cause I'm always real with myself. I know what's undeniable and what's not, you know. Um, that's where it starts off. And then two, it starts off with, you know, I have a a, a team around me, my boys that they hella honest with me. They don't ever sugarcoat. So good. Yeah, keep those people around you. Yeah, it's my then my guy, Shout out Lost Sound. That's my team. Um, and they they keep it, they keep it real with me. So then I judge their reaction when they when they hear something for the first time. I'm like, oh, that's how you feel. Like, mm-hmm. okay, bet. And then when we finally drop it, how everybody else reacts to it, and that's like yeah. the like you know the nail in the coffin. When I finally realize, oh, this is it. I always that. tell artists. I always tell artists because naturally people send me music and they want to hear. They want my critique on certain certain shit. And I'd be like, if I'm the first person to tell you this is whack, you need new friends. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. You need a new a whole new team. Because they out here yes manning you and told you this shit was fire and it ain't. So I'm glad to hear that you are open to that because a lot of people are are they don't like that kind of resistance around them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, man. That's that's a big part of growing. You feel me? You gotta fail. You gotta not, you gotta have some hiccups out there, you know? And you gotta be open to knowing that that could happen. You can't be too prideful, like, no, I'm gonna just make every song gonna be a hit. Like that's just mm-hmm. impossible. When the last time your your team told you that some shit was trash? Man. <laughs> why you put your head down? He's like, man, why you got to bring that shit You're up? You're not going to believe this shit. <laughs> uh, I mean, honestly, like, I, I get that shit all the time. That's not like, it's not new to me. You know, uh, it was a moment I was making this, pro- I was making the project, but it wasn't play your cards right. So, like, we had started with a whole different idea. It was actually more so like a passion type. So, we, we made, like, a great move. Everybody, passion part two. Like, no, no, yeah, no, 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 we no. A, <laughs> we made a great move to not do that. It was more lovey dovey, but it, it did have a few bangers in there, but it was more lovey dovey. And I was like, let me put one more song on here. So I go to the studio, I do that song, and one of my boys was like, nah, like, it's not doing it for me. <laughs> we in the studio, like, nah, it's not, I don't know. It's just, I don't feel it. You feel me? They just hella honest. I'll just be like, fuck, man, I tried my hardest on this mouth. So when you, when you, when they tell you that, like, do y'all like y'all y'all run the fade in the studio or do you, like, no, I mean, like, one or two? I mean, one or two. Hey, like, right. Can you imagine he had a whole project done? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. y'all couldn't tell me this shit eight songs ago. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. it's, it's crazy. Cold piece was actually done. Guarded was out. Um, like, but the rest of player cards right wasn't done. And I had did this other song that they wasn't fucking with. So that same session, I was like, let me try this shit to pick up the energy in here. Cause sometimes that shit get low, you know, like 
if some if they don't like it, it's like, man, like this just feel like a waste of a session. <laughs> I was like, let me go try this some shit. Um, and it was what's up. And I didn't I didn't write what's up. I just went in there and I did it in like 20 minutes. And then the vibe just total vibe just changed. Everybody like, oh yeah, like this is it. Send it to Perico. So send it to him. Uh, and he showed mad love, got the verse back in like less than a day. And we was like, wow. okay, we're going to stay with this vibe. And that's how Player Cards Right started. Got you. That's great. I'm glad that I'm glad that, that that transpired because had you went back into the passion bag, I don't know if I'll be having this conversation. Uh, <laughs> At least not right now. Not, not, not right now. You know, I mean, there's a lane for that. Don't get me wrong. I just, yeah. you know, I yeah, stay off that freeway. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, man, that's why you always got to have uh, people around you that's going to tell you the truth. If I wasn't told the truth that day, play your cards right wouldn't happen. So so tell us about the album, man, the decision to name it that. What, what does it mean to you? I mean, because we all know that the the, uh, the expression, right? But what, yeah. what does that mean to you? Why, why is that tied into the music? Um, play your cards right just, you know, it's, of course, it's a generic name, but I feel like it could hold a lot of meanings. Um, being from this city, you really have to watch your back, whatever you do, um, cruising in the city, whatever chick you're dealing with, whatever you're doing, you have to be vigilant. And um, you have to play your cards right. You feel me? Like uh, changing the idea of the tape was us playing our cards right. You know, you get the hand you dealt in life and you figure out what you're going to do with that and not worry about what you don't have. Mm. And I feel like that's a big part in everything we do in L.A., you know. Um, so I decided to name it that and then put a West Side Love Story at the end to tie back into the West Coast old. And I feel like people really understand that. When you listen to the tape, you understand the situations I'm in and you understand why I have to play my cards right. Mm. You know? I, I like that. that. A motto now in life. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask you, like, hold on, I have it right. Okay, so I w- I w- when I was going back through the rest of your shit, Play Your Cards Right is actually the first project that you put out with features. Am I correct in that? Yeah, that's correct. Is is that was that done on purpose or or did you not have access to features? Was people not fucking with you? That was um sometimes it was done on purpose. Like you know, passion of course was done on purpose. Um, no service was done on purpose. Free samples wasn't done on purpose. It was more so just like that's how the way it happened. But I've always felt like not to like you know be too arrogant, but I always felt like you know. I'll be in my bag, you know, I could rap, I could sing, I could do everything that I need on a song. So yeah. I've never felt like the need to get anybody else on a song. But Player Cards Right, it felt like that was the right time to build connections and network and um, get other fan bases involved in it because that just was a bad move on my part. You know what I mean? It was just too arrogant. But so, you know what though? I mean, one thing that I, I take from that, I mean, that that's one way to look at it, but the way I look at it is like, at least you gave the people a few solid bodies of projects by yourself. So it wasn't like it was carried by another artist. Or there's, no, there's no reason for people to be like, oh man, that project was cool, but it had whoopsie, whoopsie, whoopsie move on there. It was like, nah, this is all me. So you either love it or hate it, whatever. And then, you know, kind of move on. So I think that's, I mean, that's, it's a good decision because it helps you realize again, what works, what doesn't work, but it also helps you build your own catalog. So when people do go back, like after they hear this project, whatever the case is, they can go back and listen to the old shit and they can hear, you know, bodies of work that you have and you're carrying the weight all by yourself. Yeah, that's true. That's a fact, too. I'm going to tell you, 
I'm gonna tell you something that I tell all of the all of the young homies like take advantage of your advantages though, bro. Like if you got people fucking with you, if you have access to a Chuck Dizzle, you got access to these shows, you got access to other artists, and they want to collaborate with you, you know they will they will collaborate like with Perico, and he sent you the verse right back. Like collab, bro. Like because at at one point when you like you say you were doing music about seven years, at one point seven years ago, you didn't have access to features. You didn't have access to these producers, to these collaborations. So if you have access to it, take full advantage of it. Man, that's a bar. That's playing my cards right, right there. Play your cards right, bro. Take Message. A, take advantage <laughs> of your advantages. Message. <laughs> Message. Hey, so, okay. You know, the versus battle's been going down, man. Uh, Drake just recently said he wants to see a Justin Timberlake and I believe Usher. All right, what's your take on that? What, what, who, what, do you think that'll be a great matchup? And if so, who do you think would take it? Oh, man. Oh, niggas. Hey, you know what? Hold on. Before you answer that, is it is it correct? Can we technically call Justin Timberlake a singing-ass nigga? We can call him that. He just can't call it something. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> JT, you hear that? Right. Hey, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. Okay, go yeah. ahead. I'm, I'll go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, but... Um, that would be a crazy, crazy versus because I, I fuck with both of their music, grew up on it. It's they inspired me, they influenced like my sound in a way. You know how I started off, hella lovey dovey and stuff. But that's tough. I'm gonna have to go with Usher. I'm gonna have to go with Usher, but it's gonna be it'll be close. It'll be hella close. That one's hard. I mean, I'm gonna go Usher. Yeah. What? Okay. Now. <laughs> Okay. I got one more question. I got, play, go ahead, I'm, go ahead. I'm going to play white devil's advocate, okay? All right. <laughs> white devil's advocate. What does, what does Usher play when Justin Timberlake plays Like I Love You with the clips? Hmm. Nigga, what? You don't have mm -hmm. to go. I'm not mad at that. I'm not mad at that. I'm just, I'm just asking. Man, if you, if you don't play, if you don't play, yeah, if you don't play, yeah, and just get that nigga out of here with that. Come on now. <laughs> I was trying to save that. I was trying to save his bags. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> JT, JT got some ones. JT yeah, got some ones. So you got me a river. Yeah, you got to save your bag. Confession, you nigga. That, oh yeah, confession. Yeah, come on now. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't know. I think I, a, I agree with you. I'm sorry. I agree with you. But I'm just, I'm just, like I said, I'm just, JT is a badass white boy. It's like three, it's yeah. like three white dudes who could probably take your girl. You know what I'm saying? And, he, on. one, and he one of them. <laughs> Real shit. He said, yeah, no, JT, JT cold, man. He hard. I, hey, listen, JT, if Justin Timberlake wanted your girl, Griff, he could take your girl from you, bro. He a, that's yeah. a cold white boy. It's three of them, and one he of them died. Recipe Paul Walker, but it's three. It's <laughs> three badass. It's bro. It's three badass white dudes that could probably take our girls, dog. Nah, so Justin Timberlake. They gonna take Justin, <laughs> Justin Timberlake, Paul Walker. Who else? It's Justin Timberlake, Paul Walker, and um, what's the dude name? Uh, uh um, the Jason Momoa. The dude who played oh, the dude Aquaman. Who, Aquaman. It's th them three white dudes. Them three white boys. Come take your girl, dog. Straight up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm telling you. Grifting is a game. 
Hey, listen, no, just listen. Don't take your girl to see the new Aquaman movie, dog. Man, I already, already watched that shit. Man. <laughs> hey, what you think, Chuck? Nah, it, nah, my my girl, my my girl ain't fucking with it. Like, his girl, his girl, though, she she a she a gangster, and his his yeah, wife is a gangster, man. and she don't like pink nipples, so yeah, she wouldn't. Right, so, right, <laughs> hey, you wild, bro. Fucking with it. All right, so <laughs> another battle, another battle. I, I, a lot of people have been talking about, but they they since the JT Justin Timberlake and Usher shit's been going up, they stopped talking about this one. And I don't want to see the battle go down, but I had a lot of people on my head when I said what I'm about to say, and I'll, I'll get your reaction from it. You said Usher over Usher versus Justin Timberlake. What if yeah. you entered Chris Brown into the mix? Usher oh. or Chris Brown? Ooh. That's a tough one. Y'all want to answer first? No. <laughs> no, we want you to answer first. <laughs> we want you to answer. <laughs> That's tough. That's tough, bro. You know what? This is a situation where I gotta play my cards right, and uh, and just thinking off of my career, I'm gonna pick I'm gonna pick Chris Brown based off the strength that I could probably work with him one day, and he's younger than Usher. Being political, that's cool, and there's nothing wrong with that. Yep. I I pick Chris Brown as well. I'm like, yo, Chris Brown got hits, and he's dude. Chris Brown can fucking turn flips. I ain't seen Usher turn flips, and there's no no just to Usher. I'm sorry. What the fuck is the most talented nigga in the world? What the fuck does turn go. flips mean? Nigga, nigga I, it's my country shit back in the day. Turn <laughs> flips, nigga. What nigga the do fuck flips. does that mean? That nigga turn, he he can, can turn sing. A flip. He can turn a flip. Rich <laughs> knew what I was talking about. He's talented. He can turn a flip. Rich around and rich it off. Hey, take them hogs wow. back outside. Tell mom, Paul, we'd be up for supper. Tell him turn some flips. Yeah, turn them flip before <laughs> supper. <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? What? Uh, you know what? Nah, I know. I know what he meant. I don't. <laughs> I don't know what he meant. Whatever. Don't listen to this fool. So right. you you pick you pick Chris Brown over Usher, and I, and I, I yeah. thought so too. And it was nothing. It was not down in Usher at all. Usher is amazing, but I also think that when it comes to situations like this, you got somebody that that paves the way for another artist to kind of excel and do what he does, like. Usher put the bar right here, and I think Chris Brown kind of like exceeded that and went beyond. So, and a lot of people didn't understand it. They were like, "Oh man, well, Usher has Confessions, and he has this." I'm like, "No, Confessions, immaculate album. You, right. if, if anything, you can you can hold that as a body of work. I'm like, yo, that you can't touch that. But when it comes to just all around talent, Chris Brown got it. You understand? And it, it is more like you know, bigging up Chris Brown versus actually down in Usher. So right. I just wanted your thoughts on it because you know we I feel the same way. Hey, what do you think? I'm gonna go Chris Breezy all day. I'm gonna go Chris right. Breezy though never, over pretty much everybody. I, and I, I was just wondering why why people were tripping off it. I'm like, damn, is it? That I ain't never surprised? seen no shit like Chris Breezy, dog. That I seen yeah. it. In, I seen it from my with my own two eyes multiple times. That that boy is a badass motherfucker, bro. Crazy, crazy, crazy. Um, all right, so, so, and I was gonna ask you real quick. Uh, you said you said that you had a couple of influences. You said Justin Timberlake. You said Usher, both you get some of your style and influence from. Where's the rest of Griff Tyler uh, influences? Um, the artists like, as I was like in high school, the artists like Drake and um, like Kanye, the people who like defied the odds of like the genre and like, you know, they dibbled and dabbled into multiple genres at once. That was hella inspiring. And that's what made me start singing more. You know what I mean? I'm like, cause I started rapping first. You know, and I started singing more, um, and that's 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 who's inspired. Like you know, 
the whole wave of like melodic flow and singing and rapping anyway. And then uh, as far as like, damn, it's a lot of artists. I'm also inspired by a lot of rappers um, in high school. I listened to a lot of Nip and Cole just to get through through the days. Um, and those are people who influence my mindset and mentality rather than my music. You feel me? I could I could go on and on though, as yeah. far as like my inspirations. I'm a music connoisseur. I love music. So I listen to everybody. Quick question. When it comes to R and B, right? Do you feel like R and B could exist without I'm I'm gonna probably mess the word up. Toxicity. There we go. Without no. anybody okay. Not so and it and this and this is a thing that we've had, like you've heard people say, and again, no shot to the queen. But yo, man, Mary J. Blige, was she going through some shit? She creates a great album, right? Usher, Usher, Usher going too. through Usher going through some shit. Amazing music, right? Amazing album. But when niggas is in love, eh? So where does that where does that that lie in terms of the content versus like your reality? And you, you, we all assume we want to be in love. We want to. Well, I don't know about you, but you know what I'm saying? You want to get married, you want to do whatever, right? You want to have a, a family, a household, whatever. You, the things that people sing about, right? Especially the oldies. But these things can't exist without, the great music can't exist without the toxic, the toxic, toxicity, toxicity. Yeah, whatever. There we go. It can't exist without that. So no. where, where, where's your thoughts on that? I feel like um, people go through heartbreak more than they go through, like, you know, joy. And um, when you're listening to music and you're trying to get a feeling and you're vibing, you want to hear something you can relate to more times than often. I mean, more times than not. So that's where it comes from. And toxic shit just it just it just sound better. You just like to hear some, you like to hear some wrong shit on a on a song. You know what I mean? Yeah. I like doing it. I like putting wrong. Shit on a song. <laughs> so yeah. Have you ever been in a situation, all right, where you like? You can be involved with a young lady. You can be in a situation, right? And you like, oh, this would be a fire song. Like in the middle, in the middle of it, of going in the <laughs> middle of it, like fire yeah. track. Man, that happens all the time. I, I take from every. You got <laughs> you got to watch me. I, I take every I take every mental note. I'm like, yeah. Uh, five minutes from now, I'm gonna write that down and uh, <laughs> put it a part of so, a song. So, so just so we, I want to, I want to be clear on what we're saying here. Have you ever been in the middle of an interaction with a woman and said to yourself mid interaction that this is going to be in a song? Yes. How do you have conscious thoughts? <laughs> because I know that blood is not necessarily in my brain when I'm having interactions with women. Hey, what's this interaction you speaking of? Right. Come on now. <laughs> hey, it's a couple of them. You know what I'm saying? None of them involve blood in my brain. None of them. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I mean, shit. I mean, like, I don't know how that happens. It just it happens on its own. It's just in me. Like, I just, all of a it's sudden. In you, for wow. sure. Um, <laughs> Have you ever told the, the individual, like, hey, you know I'm about to write you know about the writers all about about this shit. Yes, absolutely. That's what absolutely. You plan your cards right. You plan your cards right, bro. Yeah. You plan your cards hey, right. Gotta say before. Real quick, couple more things. How how is Griff Tyler in dealings with women? Like when you 
I'm not saying your current situation, but I'm saying, are you the guy to walk up and talk to a girl? You the girl? You the guy to walk up and mac to her? You the guy to walk and say some slick shit? You you throw rocks at her? Like how? What's rocks at You know, like, <laughs> like, like on the playground? Like you know? Anyway, you know, like what is, what's your approach to dealing with? Do you that? turn flips? Do you turn <laughs> flips? flips in the playground? Put uh, my thoughts on the hogs. <laughs> <laughs> hey man. Tell them elim- eliminate any thoughts of you and Mac into a girl on the playground. That just don't sound right at all. Yeah, that don't sound right yeah, at all. That's, oh, yeah, that sounded crazy. You, know? you tripping right now. <laughs> that sounded crazy. <laughs> so when you, when you, you approach the girls you. at the playground, <laughs> <When> you, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? How you, <laughs> when you approach that's the that's girls it. at the playground. Yeah. Oh, my, oh my God. Okay. <laughs> Fuck it up. <laughs> my bad. That's my bad. Yeah. That's my bad. Trying to set me up for failure, man. When you approach right. the women at the grocery store pre-COVID, <laughs> you know so you could actually right. see shit other than their eyes. Though. You know, what, what would be something that you would how would you approach women? Um man, I I mean back in my younger days, I was just thirsty. You know, honestly. <laughs> Hella thirsty in my younger days, or I was just like, what's up? You feel me? Just like the storm. You know, the song was kind of inspired by my mentality in, the, in those days. I ain't have no pickup line. It's just like, this is what it is. You know what it is. So what's up? Let's, let's you know what? So you you say that to the girl? Hey, you know what it is. So what's up? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, that, not that, now. Okay. But 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 is that, that that's you, you. Okay. So a girl is just at Trader Joe's. You just walk up to her and you say, you know what it is. So what's up? <laughs> it's just like... <laughs> like what hey hey no <laughs> i'm talking about like once we have a rapport but if it's as far as like if i like approached a girl it would be more so on a you know i obviously approach you because i'm attracted to you, you feel me that's the first step anyway so if you've grown enough to understand that then we can move forward from there so when you walk up to her you what do you say that's what i would say he just gave you the line Oh, okay. All right, yeah. got you. All right, I'm taking notes because I don't, I don't know how to do that shit. So I'm, I'm trying. Yeah. To... All right, so, but usually right, so I, this... I wouldn't even have to do that. Usually, um, in my experiences with women, I, I would meet them like on an accident at a party or some, some shit like that, or mutual friends. So I never even really had to do that. Like walk up to a girl, like yo, you know what I'm saying? So me either, my brother, me either. Yeah. All so, right. Uh, so I, I think head needs another, another tip. All right. He was on live recently and I explained to him, explain to him what you told the young lady. I was on live with, with the homegirl, Alin, and I was explaining to her that kissing is not necessary when you're being intimate. Stop, been, stop, 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 stop. That's it. Do you agree or disagree? I disagree. I disagree. So you, you, okay, Griff Tyler, since we want to play this game, so you mean to tell me that every woman that you have engaged in physical interaction with, you have kissed in the mouth? No, I'm not saying that. Thank you. I'm, that okay, I'm and that's that. not the good. Well, wait, re- ask your question again, Chuck. No, nah, you answered the question. No, 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 you, you answered it. You answered it. No, you answered it. And and that's my point. I understand that in all cases, it's, it's not necessary. It depends on how far you want to take it or like, you know what I'm saying? How you really feel exactly. about it. Exactly. Exactly. I'm saying kissing is something that you don't necessarily have to do. So that's all. You don't have to. You don't have to do it if you ain't trying to. You know, 
tickle her fancy. All right, man. If you want to, if you want to tickle her fancy, then you gonna kiss her. There we go. That's what I'm saying. It's necessary. Whatever that means. It's necessary. What it, it's turn necessary. Flips. He's turn saying it's flips. necessary. Turn and flip. Hey, that's Whatever. the name of this, this episode is Turn, turn and flip. flip. Turn and flip. Man, I don't know what the fuck that means. I don't know what neither one of you niggas is talking about right now. But anyway. All right. So we do, we do the, yeah, man. He, he, man, yeah. All right. So we do this thing called curbside confession. All right. Which means as a driver, as a passenger, uh, whether somebody delivered food uh, to you, whatever the case is, what's the craziest story that you've had? You know, while while in the Uber or 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 Lyft or just anything, any any curbside or somebody like a Postmate delivery, any crazy story dealing with one of those types of things. Um, damn, that's tough. Well, maybe anything that's involved a car, like that. Maybe uh, you've been in a in a ride, like ride with somebody and something happened. Traffic. I was in a situation where I was in an Uber and um, people got in the Uber, uh, and this girl she was drunk. Cause he picked uh, the Uber, picked her up from like I was in Hollywood, picked mm-hmm. her up from Hollywood. She was drunk, and the Uber just kept having to pull over for her to throw up. Oh no! Yeah, oh, you was in the car? Yeah, I was in nah. the car. Oh, he was, he was driving crazy too. It was bad. Hell no! Nah. Hell no! Nah. So y'all, y'all, are you on your crazy? I don't even think that's that crazy though. Nah, but uh, damn that! If you got somebody that's throwing up in the round, understand why he just didn't like say, all right, yo, your shit is over. Like we done right here. He just kept pulling over. Ah, man, that. He just kept pulling over. Another thing we do is called homegrown hotspots. All right. You mentioned you from Englewood. All right. So if you had to play the tour tour guide as a destination, what's what's maybe a food spot or what one homegrown hotspot that the people got to check out? Got to go down. Serving spoon. Serving spoon. Yeah, you got got to do that. Do lines. I could go. I keep. I could keep going. Let's let's go with serving spoon. Why serving spoon? I mean, it's fire. It's fire. It's black on. You know, I mean, just, I uh, breakfast. That's my thing. I'll eat breakfast for dinner sometimes. So, hell that's yeah. Yep. Yep. They just were about to close, and I think they opened a GoFundMe and they, they, they kept the establishment open, man. So, salute to the yeah, that, that's, that's that really was dope for the people to stand up. For sure. That was beautiful right there. Um, Last okay. thing. Huh? No, no, my bad. Go ahead. Um, I wanted to ask you. Okay. So, Let's say you are like, are are you? Do you do you do you play video games? Barely, I don't really play like that. So but you don't, don't you you don't you don't. Know, don't he only plays cards, right? Message. What, what have you message. been doing? What have message. you been doing during COVID that's not work related to occupy your time? That's not work related. Um, sometimes I go hoop with the homies. Uh. I'm a boring ass nigga. Sometimes I, <laughs> sometimes I binge watch Marvel movies, as you should. You know, uh, that's pretty much it. I love, I love like making music. So I'll really be doing that like nine times out of ten. All right, manifest your manifest your dream collaboration. Who would you like to work with? Put it out there in the universe, and it shall be yours. Uh, go ahead and let me know. I'm gonna work with Drake one day. It's gonna happen. I believe it. Drake. I'm gonna work with him. Two slinging ass niggas. Yes, sir. That's gonna be the name of the track right there. A lot of toxicity. A lot, a lot of toxicity on that. Yeah. Why, why niggas gotta talk like this and put put this hand up when they? <laughs> hey, man, a lot of toxicity. Um, a year. Uh, well, you already said you want to work with Drake, right? He's gonna work with you. It's gonna happen. It's gonna but happen. But the year can't the year can't end 
without you doing what? Without Griff Tyler doing what? Without me flooding y'all with more content. That's, you know, we talking about music or we talking about what? (laughs) (laughs) We talking about music with content. That's toxic. With content. With toxic content. So are you you trying you trying to drop another another project or is that co- like something else? Uh, I, I'm not sure yet, but I know that I got a lot of songs in the tuck that I'll be releasing. For hey sure. man, look if I could if I could lend you some unsolicited advice, let this shit breathe, push this let shit, it marinate, bro. let the people really look. really really absorb this because it's a great project, it's a good body of work. Uh, I like that you keep it short and sweet, like as far as it ain't like 12, 22 songs. You know what I'm saying? It's like you get a cool nine piece and you out. Like, I, I fuck with it. I appreciate that. Definitely going to take that advice for sure. Hey, Griffin, is there something that you want to make sure that the people know, whether it's about yourself or um, just anything, man, that we, we, we may not have mentioned? Obviously, the project's out right now. They can go support that, grab that, um, press plan, all the back catalog that you got. But if there's something that you didn't or we didn't mention that you want the people to know, it's your opportunity. Um, one, I just want to let all of L.A. know that I'm very accessible. You know what I'm saying? I want to work with everybody in this city. We need to start working with each other more and teaming up. And um, even though we all focus on our individual brands, focus on the brand of this town, because we don't get enough um, we don't get enough credit for the impact we have on this culture. Agreed. Mm-hmm. So, so I feel like I want to let everybody know on this platform, hit me up. Hit me up. I'm accessible. I'm ready to work. And two, I just want to shout out my, my team. Lost Sound and my brothers, they the reason why I'm here right now. Um, you can go follow them at LXST Sound on Instagram. That's all I would like Love. to say. So is Lost Sound a production group or is it a, give, give people a little more insight to what Lost Sound is. Right now, it's a it's just a brand. It's just okay. a brand. We plan to extend it and do more with it. Make it a production okay. group. You know, make try to publish our own music and everything. Everything that has to do with being in-house and manufacturing everything on our own. Mm-hmm. Everything. Got it, man. Well, we appreciate you coming on through, man. And, and, and I'm, again, I'm glad we're able to have this moment again. And if anybody's watching, well, the people that are watching this, stay persistent. You know what I'm saying? Continue to work hard. Continue to just believe in yourself. Um, and, you know, things like this can happen. You know what I'm saying? And I, I, for me, this is big. This is a big deal to have you on here because, again, just a couple of years ago, you were introducing yourself to me um, at that show, and now you were guest on it. And we talking about your project and, and, and things that are come, things that will uh, flourish for yourself, man. So I'm proud of you, bro. Keep doing your thing, and we appreciate you coming on through, bro. Appreciate y'all for having me. Shit was fun, man. All right, love you, bro. At I at I am Griff Tyler, right? At I am Griff Tyler on Instagram and Twitter. Follow up. Follow. Follow up, press play on play your cards right at West Side Story, Homegrown Radio, Chuck Dizzle, DJ Ed. We'll catch you next time, bro. Yes, sir.